Good afternoon. Hot off the press edition of the G Day review show with Dog Out West, aka Graham Coffee. I am Dog Stats, the guy that got shut down on Twitter for uh, posting the drive play. So we're going to jump into it really quick. So we're going to try to keep this under 30 so you can uh, listen to this on your commute, on your podcast, and all that sort of stuff. So, Graham, first impressions. First impression is that uh, I just wagered $75 on Georgia to win the national title in the fourth quarter of the G day game. So I feel very good about what we saw. Um, oh, there's a lot. Uh, I think the, the big obvious one is that JT Daniels looks as good as I think you, you could want him to look uh, 28 of 41 to a receiving core without Pickens Burton or Arian Smith was really, really impressive. Um, I think that the first team offensive line left some things to be desired, that there was a little bit of uh, pressures and stuff like that that got through that uh, you're going to want to see better protection on. Um, and then Carson Beck, I think, is the other the other big takeaway. 20, uh, he, 22 of 31, 236, two touchdowns and one pick with a 149 rating. This is a 247 um, that – uh box score they put out which is pretty awesome to shout out to those guys yeah, yeah. Be beck looked good yeah beck looked good and i think the other thing too is that like we saw a lot of passing by my count we had five sacks of daniels and i believe uh three no two of of uh carson beck so i mean we were around 95 dropbacks in this game which is a ton. Um, so, I mean, I, I think that the uh, defensive backs actually held up pretty well, all things considered. You didn't see too many, like, egregious busts, and there was some guys that made some really good plays. I think that's the thing that makes me feel most positive. JT Daniels, I think, was the known commodity. I think this receiving core is a pretty known commodity, but uh, getting to see those young DBs perform – better than expected has to make you feel good yeah that right there was a beautiful throw from beck and he had a couple of those nice throws on slants darnell washington was great today man um had a couple couple balls over the middle that he stabbed snagged and then obviously the long deep ball that he uh absolutely like madden nfl 2014 style truck stick to dude on um was very impressive yeah, sorry, I threw that up there, but uh, you know, I try to go this in order. We're just going to roll some plays, and we're going to jump in and talk about them. Um, yeah. Let's. Uh, where is Beck's drive? Let me see here. Black drive. Was it Black drive one, two that they scored on? Let me see. It was the first drive. Black drive one. Black. Oh, yeah. there it is. There we go. All right, here's the first uh, Carson Beck uh, drive of the game here. Yeah, and so. Dejan Edwards, I felt like we we saw some good bursts from him. He looked a little lighter on his feet than he did at times last year, but uh, not a ton of reps. That was an interesting play there. Um, I th yeah, Zion Logue looked good today, man. He had that batted pass. Uh, I think he had a fumble recovery at one point, and there was a few times that he was getting pressures up into the backfield. So I feel There's like that – This is the third Nate play to Darnell, I think. Yeah, it is. So – Great touch on this ball by Beck. 
Darnell, defensive back, kind of falls down. But good Lord, dude, when he lowers that shoulder on uh, Jackson, the the free safety there, holy cow. Um, and that actually is uh, Lavoisier Carroll in coverage there, number 12. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. He wouldn't even listen. Have... He, he wasn't even listed as a um... – as one of the ESPN guys, uh, running backs, <laughs> when they did their little thing at the yeah. end. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think he's fully on the DB train now, but, uh, he looked good, uh, at times that was a poor throw from Daniels there. Um, that's our guy, Christopher Smith. I know I've said this on the show like five different times, but I think that Smith is probably the best pure cover guy on Georgia's team at the moment. And then, here, if we can run that play back to D-Rob, like, I think that that was what we waited all day for, right, was to see where Daniel's mechanics were on the deep balls. And he did a good job of not forcing anything that he didn't have to force and dumping balls off into open space. But uh, right here when, when he drops back there, yeah, good release. He steps into it. He kind of pushes that you know, pulls those hips through and that ball is in stride on the money. Um, I feel like, you know, I might feel very differently about how this game went. If that ball had kind of fluttered up there and died and, and fallen, fallen short or sort of, you know, gone somewhere else. But that was the type of deep ball that we saw on the, the long bomb to Jermaine Burton in his first start against Mississippi state when he put it in the, sideline window against cover three and we kind of have known that throw is in them and to see it again was really exciting yeah sorry my plays are a little mixed up here but um i think i've got the uh the really good drive to in the half yeah 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 this yeah, is I think a good this two is minute right here. good two minute <clears throat> drill here yeah totally um and i mean that was another thing i noticed you know you see him dumping it off to to cook there Cook had six catches for 61 yards, uh, and he had that big that big wheel route that we saw towards the end of the game. And then for, you know, Zamir caught six balls for 50 yards out of the backfield and was targeted seven times. And, like, that's not been his game to this point in his career. We really have not seen him catch very many balls out of the backfield, and he looked really comfortable catching the ball catching the ball with his hands, catching the ball from different angles. Uh, he looked way more natural with the hands than, than I thought yeah. he had the ability to be. Here's yeah, a clutch. Right it, it was a great catch and out of the backfield for White on third, second 11. And those are those plays. You got an unsuccessful first down. You really want a go-to play. And, man, it sure does look like you say, these dump-offs and these Cook and Zamir out in the, uh, out in the flats um, and out of the backfield are going to be critical to keep those drives alive and keep you on, get you back on schedule in the offense. And then here's one right yeah. up the middle. And then, so you show that and then you go right up the middle in between the tackles. That was awesome. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're, you know, Monken didn't show a ton today, but just those little influences of the defense. Yeah. I mean, that's three straight balls to three straight touches for Zamir and two of them are throws. And uh, he looked good today. You know, there was a couple times where guys, look to have him kind of around the waist and he just shrugged the tackle off pretty easily. I think that was a That's sack, sack right there. Yeah. Yeah. And Devonte Wyatt got in there a few times after we were talking about him a couple weeks ago. Yeah. This is the nice ball over there to uh, Adonai Mitchell, who 
I mean, how impressed were you with him today? Like, oh, he was all over the place, dude. And yeah. uh, it was, yeah, just every time you look up, he was getting the ball thrown to him again. Third and nine, you know, zero, uh, zero set, um, zero, no running backs, and they got the ball and got a first down. And of course, here's the, uh, I uh, see incomplete pass, but here comes yeah, the touchdown. A throwaway. Yeah, I think touchdown. Yeah, this was probably his best throw of the day for for JT. I mean, oh wait, no, this isn't it. That's the incomplete ball. Yeah, so ten seconds left. You probably have, you know, two plays left in the half at ten seconds. If he almost got this, I mean, he's making those plays, but man, it really was. I'm glad they showed the replay on that, but. Yeah, he was out. Yeah. But here's th- another third and ten. I mean, my gosh. I mean, we saw this in the in the Mississippi State game and the South Carolina game, where not the South Carolina, but Mississippi State game, where it's third down and you're down in distance as long, and we get a touchdown. So I, mean, I think I actually missed it. <laughs> but there's the replay. No, you're good. Yeah, that's that's the. I mean, that was a yeah. Here you go. So great catch by Mitchell. Uh, you know, lots of juice on that ball by Daniels to get it in there before that that window closes and scene comes comes over um and i mean you got to be aware of seeing right because he'll he'll lay somebody out if you're not if you're not careful and if you throw it into throw it into him it's going to be ugly but uh that was just really i mean truthfully that's an nfl throw by him like the ability to to put it in that small window and then to crank up the velocity and get it there before the coverage can can come over was impressive yeah um you want to, let me see what you want to, we've already looked at the D Rob play. Um, let's look at, let's look at red drive six. Let's see what we got here. Yeah. This is, this is after, uh, early in the third quarter here. I don't think we did much here. I think this drive stalls out, but certainly yeah. the first team offense got going late in the, late in the game. Yeah, yeah they did. They did. And I mean, a couple good drives to end the game one by first team offense. And then the Carson Beck drive at the end of the game was probably, I felt like his most, yeah, that we had, I think two sacks on that drive and yeah, you're in a third and 28. And I think we just handed off to cook. Um, yeah. The other guy too, you know, I mean, he didn't get a ton of snaps, but uh, I thought Brock Vandegrift was, was promising. Um, especially that first throw that he made rolling over to the right was nice. So what do we have here? We've got this is the the next drive on the red. Okay, yeah. So I mean, there there's Mitchell again, just a nice little in route. Um, Jalen Kimber. There was a lot of talk from the announcers. You know, Jordan Rogers, I believe, said that he felt like Kimber was you know kind of in the lead in that uh, defensive back battle, and and I haven't watched practice, and that very there very well may be true. Um, Adonai Mitchell kind of put him in the spin cycle a few times today. I mean, Kimber had some nice moments in coverage as well. And there was a couple back shoulder balls he did. One was a drop by Mitchell, but there was another back shoulder ball where Kimber was was in really nice coverage and batted it down. Yeah, here you go. There's the wheel route. So, I mean, Cook on a wheel route, matched up on a linebacker. Uh, if you have that matchup, you should throw that ball 100% of the time. Like, and just a, a really nice touch pass by JT there. He didn't. Who's that in coverage? That's that? Nolan Smith. Nolan Smith. Yeah. And it's, yeah, you get that, you get him lined up on a linebacker and that's what you got. That's the play you got to make. Yeah, exactly. 
was a good read by him. And then another nice ball, that one to uh, Priestley. Priestley, yeah. And then and that was, was, yeah, golly, that that's... was a throw. Yeah. Like, I hate to say this because people are going to like call me a homer, but that throw, it looks like something that you would see like an Aaron Rodgers type of player make, like rolling to the left and being able to snap those hips and put that ball in stride and with enough velocity for the DB to not be able to undercut the route. I mean, that's Chris Smith in coverage there. That's not like a, a walk on covering Kyrus. Like that's good tight coverage and psh, yeah, couldn't he's got to make that tackle, but yeah, but you're right, that was tough. I mean, yeah, that's your two of your best playmakers right there, Kiris and JT. Um, and then the very next drive on the for the red, um, you've got uh Stetson Bennett comes in, and here comes the Lewis scene in ANT, INT, yeah, yeah, totally. not your, yeah, but yeah, I mean, that's that's no. a good, that was a good play, you know. I mean, he's he's got to, he's the leader back there, he's playing the star, and um, and you know, he's got to see these plays and he's got to break on them and, and, and make them. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I think that like Stetson only had a few reps today, so he was, he was kind of like just slinging it downfield. <laughs> uh, I hate to say that that, you know, that kind of throw looked a little bit too familiar for, for probably a lot of Georgia fans from, from some moments last year, especially the second half of the Alabama game. But uh yeah, I mean, Scene was great today, I thought. He was, you know, everything you would want him to be. He was all over the place. Um, I think this is uh, Brock's first drive. Now we're looking at the – Yeah, this throw is sick, dude. Rolling on, rolling out to his right like that and just rifling one to yeah. Conkey. Welcome to Welcome to Athens or welcome or welcome between up the road from Athens. I mean, that was awesome. This is a great drive. And, of course, it ends in the, in the, the muff snap. But – and yeah. then – yeah, rolls out and just rips it. Yeah, I mean, he's got a ton of arm. There's no question about that. Um, I think, though, that, you know, we've we've kind of speculated a lot uh, since the end of last season and sort of doing our spring practice previews, like that Carson Beck-Vandegrift battle, who was going to be the guy that seemed to have the early edge in that. And I think that there's a lot more to come. Impressive wheels from Vandegrift. Yeah, right very too. good. Yeah, good decision. He's. I think there was a a, a blitz coming up the middle. They got you know it was picked up, but he knew that that uh, everything was out of schedule, and he chucked chucked it and ran and extended the uh, play. Got a first down, and then and I think we get down here and maybe third down or oh here I think yeah. it, convert, it converts to third down, but then there's a must snap. I think this is the throw over the middle to uh, Brock Bowers, or no, maybe it's Darnell. It's. Wait, no, we got one more to McConkey, yeah. and then I think I think we get a good throw to the tight ends. We didn't see a ton of Brock Bowers today, but he did have a couple nice plays where it was just clear he's an extremely fluid route runner. Yeah, that's the muff. Yeah. So that must have been someone else that threw the ball to um to Darnell. But yeah, I mean I, I think the 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 number two quarterback battle, like Clearly, it seems like Carson Beck has the upper hand there over not just Vandegrift, but also, oh, yeah, that was one that you really wish he could have back. Yeah, um, I mean, Arian Smith is fast. He's got to be, he's got to definitely get polished to make sure that, you know, that he can get to these balls and not just beat the guys. He's got to run a route and not just, a, you know, a, a sprint, but Kali, uh, you can't overthrow him, but I mean, he is fast. 
Yeah, and I mean, he did place the one at the end of the game to Smith. I think I thought it was good ball placement. I thought he put it far enough out front. Arian kind of came up limping a little bit after that ball, and I feel like he may have just slowed up a little bit because it felt like that ball was going to be in stride for a touchdown. Yeah, this play to Bowers was extremely impressive all around. A, the throw from Beck there is beautiful, but B, Brock Bowers is just a a big old dude standing in there catching that pass. Uh, I mean, he looked really good. And I mean, like Jeremy said on the show yesterday when we were doing our G-Day preview, like his route running ability, I think is unique on this, on this set of receivers and tight ends. Like he's got the ability to do something a little differently than anyone else on the roster has. Yeah. This might've been, does, I think we got the touchdown to, no, all right. All right. Um, let's see. All right. Well, JT to D Rob play. Oh yeah. Let's yeah, look should, at the, the back three three minute drive. Yeah. This, yeah. Here to in the. So was this after? Yeah. So I think I don't remember why they took over on the 35 but i guess they did oh it was a, th- um, miss, a fourth down conversion that's right okay cool yeah so nice ball to jalen johnson there and then yeah just the i mean the it was nice a good drive i mean you talk about this is what they work on in scrimmage and just to see the number two come in and execute it is uh critical you know i mean and he found his he's he's got his one of the best wide receivers on his on his side of the ball that day playing on his side and he got he, he fed him the ball you know and it was you know i think you know, Vandergriff came out with hot with that zipping pass, but uh, Beck mm-hmm. is clearly, you know, had the best quarterback numbers of the day. Yeah, and I mean, I just think, you know, it's pretty obvious where things stand when Beck's getting 31 pass attempts and Vandergriff's getting nine. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't think anyone should really be debating who, who the guy with that inside track for the number two job is right now. It's clearly Carson Beck. And, yeah, I mean, while we're talking about Darnell, like, I mean, I feel like he's primed for a breakout season. Just seeing how much more fluid he looked on on the the deep routes and some of those go routes. Like, he he looks a little bit lighter. Um, But we also had a a nice couple of throws where he was coming over the middle and sort of being that big body that that could uh, have it in possession. Um, So... I was impressed. All right. Well, I mean, so you've uh, the. What do you think of the secondary play that we saw today? I mean, it was there was a lot of kind of sputtering offense to begin to start the game. Is that like just good uh, defensive secondary play, or or was it kind of a, a offense that wasn't in sync? Oh, uh, I think at time both at times both. Um, I mean, like Lewis Seen and Christopher Smith is is that really stout? you know, tandem up the middle, those guys looked very good and, and were in the right places at the right time. Um, speed looked better than I thought he would truthfully. Um, I, you know, I, I thought he had some nice plays and there, you know, there was no point in time where I felt like he was getting just like burned in coverage. Um, with Ringo, I, I just think Ringo, like his athleticism just stands out on the field, even, even on a college football field with a lot of good freakish athletes, like 
he was step for step with Ari- or step for step with Arian Smith on that one deep ball, which says a lot. I know we saw his miles per hour that image from one of the practices earlier this year that he was running like 23 miles an hour. Um, but I mean, he has the game speed in pads as well. And I also just thought that he seemed a little bit more physical at times than, than like Kimber did. Uh, he's just got that bigger body. I mean, he put that crazy hit stick on, uh, yeah. on Lad McConkey there at the end of the game. And yeah, man, I mean, I, I thought that right now, if you're, if you're looking at like who's probably the the number one DB on the roster, like I think that speed has the experience and the mental edge. Um, but I feel like Ringo had that athleticism. Kimber by all reports is kind of the guy that's shined the most in spring practice. But if you're just going off of today, I would say that like right now you would trot Ringo and speed out there um, and, you know, have those bigger bodies, especially on the outside. And then you've got, You've got Smith and Seen up the middle and Tyke Smith to be kind of that slot corner star type of position. Um, I'm just looking at the uh, the rushing chart here. I mean, taking away the JT Daniels, I mean, Vander, Vandergriff had a scramble, but, you know, if you take away non-quarterback non runs, you know, we only ran the ball 32 times from, from the running back. So clearly, like, right. you know, like Michael said in the show uh, yesterday, that, um, yeah, they were going to throw the ball a lot and challenge that's the secondary. Yeah, totally. And I thought that uh, Latavius Bernie actually looked better. Uh, he looked a little bit lighter. Looks like he's he's kind of slimmed up a little bit and looked better in coverage. Uh, he against Cincinnati, he had some some nice plays, but it seemed like the in that run stopping kind of role was where he was going to be more apt to play in, at the star position. But I thought he did a very nice job on a couple plays in coverage. Um, yeah, and I honestly though, man, like if we're being truthful, I thought that the unit that probably struggled the most uh, was not the secondary, but the offensive line. Yeah, yeah, Truss had a fault start penalty, and and you know they were not. Yeah, he, he, the offensive line nobody showed out. Uh, of course, I wish I had it, but I, I, I kind of ran out of time. But Mims, <laughs> Mims did have that fun play, you know. And I guess, <laughs> I guess my, Michael talked about aside from a trick play, you know, there it was, you know, a two point conversion. Mims slips out, and and I think he got a little excited because he didn't know what to do once the ball got to him. But it was still fun to see, uh, you know. Clearly, they uh, they he's must be doing things right in, in practice to get a ball thrown to him in, in the G Day game. Yeah, it was fun to see him get the kind of the attaboy like you're talking about, and. I mean, clearly, just in terms of physically and athletically, he is just different than than anyone we have. Um, I also, I mean, I think the, a big storyline on the offensive line was that Tate Ratledge, you know, got kind of got the start or pseudo start. He was rotating in and out with Salyer at right guard, um, which I imagine they just kind of, Jamari's a known commodity on the offensive line, and they probably wanted to get him a few plays, but let some of these younger guys get more of the work, but I, I thought Ratledge did pretty well. Um, I, I did notice a lot of pressures coming up the middle at times, which to be fair, you're trying to block Jalen Carter, Jordan Davis, Devonte Wyatt, like Georgia's got as good of a defensive line as probably anything you're going to find in college football, but still it makes you wonder a little bit if, uh, if Cedric Van Pran Granger is going to, sort of assert uh Warren Erickson there at the center position because it feels like 
if you're a Georgia fan, you you might want to pull for that to happen just because I think Erickson is solid, but I think Van Pran has a little more upside yeah. uh, in the long term. Yeah, I think so too. That was kind of the guy I wanted to see play well today, and I didn't get a chance to crunch the plays and look too closely at him and stuff. So let's do this. Why don't we, why don't we, uh, if you got anything else to add, but why don't we promise the guys that we'll go back into some of these plays and just do, do our, you know, our in season breakdown and find maybe five or six plays, stretch this content out. And, uh, and instead of just rushing through them, it's exciting. And we wanted to get something out because we were fired up, but we, totally. can de- we can totally get some of these plays, especially at the end of the game um, that we don't necessarily have. So um, we're no. Yeah. For to sure. Be, to and be I'm, continued, I guess is what I'm thinking. Yeah. And totally. I mean, with the offensive line, like, you can notice some things on the first watch, but uh, really we'll have to dig in deep and do some solid, solid film study and spend some time kind of winding and rewinding. Uh, but I'll be very interested to see sort of what, what we find when we, we dig a little bit deeper into uh, some of the stuff. Cause I, you know, there were some guys on defense that like, I thought Nolan Smith looked phenomenal. Um, yeah. Like he was looking fast. He was getting around the edge. Uh, I feel like this is kind of like, I'm confident saying that this might be his breakout year in 2022. Um, And I mean, there's some of these younger guys too, that just, we haven't seen like Bill Norton. I know he got some snaps at times last year, but he had some nice plays uh, on the, the red defense and yeah. And I mean, just, we'll, we'll definitely get into to some of the nuance. Um, yeah, I think I felt like I watched a game today, and now we'll uh, we'll, yeah. we'll break down and, and do some analysis. Absolutely. I mean, I guess what for you? I know you were like crunching plays and stuff like that as you were <laughs> watching, but was there anything that that stood out? You know, um, JT, how much we threw the ball? Uh, actually, that that definitely jumped out at me. And um, as as good as as Vandergriff looked, he looked like a mid year enrollee at times. But and but mm-hmm. how? I mean, Carson Beck looked really good. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, I think uh, I want to look at that a little more and just see, um, you know, if that's the guy. It seems like he may have separated himself today. So definitely Carson Beck at number two jumped out at me. And of course Darnell. Yeah. And Darnell looks like a different totally offensive player than George Pickens, but he definitely seems to be the guy that may be the go-to threat to, uh, you know, stretch the defense and, and, and fill that Pickens void. Yeah. He's definitely the, the best jump ball candidate. And I mean, I thought Adonai Mitchell too, at, at six foot four, you know, you're looking at Karras and, and Burton, you're talking about two guys that are closer to six feet tall. Um, he's another option to, to kind of stretch the field a little bit and just give some size on some of those possession type type plays like a, a third and four or whatever. Um, and I, yeah, I mean like the receiving core as a whole, it was just, I, I just kind of was sitting there all day thinking like how deep these guys yeah. are. Um, and yeah, Demetrius really, you know, he was kind of quiet for a lot of the game and didn't have many talent uh, targets, but like he looked great. There was that, that ball that uh, JT threw, you know, the deep ball, but before, uh, before we got the deep ball, there was kind of that nice little float pass to him on the the sideline. I think you may have it here. Yeah. This is the big touchdown place, but, or maybe. Yeah. yeah but you know, watching him kind of run through some of this contact from speed speed. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's it right there. Yeah. I mean that, that little circle route to the sideline, I mean, great throw by JT to stick that between Brinny and 
and the safety, but um, just nice job by D Rob finding the open space and sitting down and, and letting JT put it on him. And then boom, this was like the D Rob highlight drive. Yeah. The ability here to kind of run through that contact. I feel like a year or two ago, um, we see D Rob fall down on that play. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's got the speed and, and the skills to maybe expose some guys that uh, on the outside that maybe aren't as experienced or as, as strong. So I think he'll definitely be, an, you know, he, he may be the forgotten wide receiver, but he's going to be on the field a lot. Totally. And if you're looking at just how the whole offense works together with the amount of attention that defenses have to give to Burton and Kyrus and now Darnell at tight end, um, you know, that's occupying arguably your top three cover guys and having D Rob matched up maybe on like a, a guy who's playing star or strong safety. Uh, that's, that's maybe not as quick as, as Robertson is like, there's going to be some opportunities there to exploit that for some long, long explosive plays. Graham, thank you for crunching the, the, the plays and looking at it. I say crunch a lot this episode. I apologize, but um, <laughs> but like, no. it was, was kind of cool. We were talking before, and I was like, I was just kind of wanted to sit back and, and listen and watch what you had to say, and we're going to get back into this. And there's a lot of plays there, and we have 100-something plays. So yeah. uh, we'll, uh, we'll we- find some plays. But be sure to f- uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel as we – uh, maybe upload some plays. I mean, Graham might break off some some plays and just upload them and not do live things. So make sure make sure you get those notifications. We're gonna podcast same thing. So uh, you know, spring practice is is behind us now, and and we've got a lot of uh, stuff to talk about and stretch it out and just try to get our football fixed until uh, till summer camp. Yeah, for sure. We've got a long off season and we'll have plenty of time to to dig into all of this. But uh, I think you know. Big takeaways uh, from the the live viewing experience. If you're a Georgia fan, you have to be very, very happy with what you saw today. There was nothing uh, – there was no glaring weaknesses, and the, the players that you were kind of hoping to see flash did. Um, so I, I think it's exciting for, for Georgia fans. And, uh, yeah, it just sucks that we just got to watch Georgia football and get that little – that little tease and now we're gonna we're gonna be in the dark for the next like five months but um sorry we're there doing, you go i'm doing my you're gift. doing dude and i mean the other thing that like got me pretty excited too was there was a few times during the game where they flashed up like the little you know georgia versus clemson yeah. september 4th prompt 20 saturdays between now and then that's not that far away if you think about it man um and you know we'll have like i just feel like the the build up this off season from, from the fan base. It's always, it's always great. Cause it's Georgia and, and there's a lot of passion, but like with Clemson being game one, I feel like it's just going to be like this palpable build and uh, hopefully we'll get into the stadium in Charlotte and it'll be full and, uh, and that'll be a safe thing to do. And we can all just get in there and scream our heads off together and uh, explode and have a normal football season. With that, thank you for watching and uh, go dogs. Go dogs.